<laughs> You're there. Hey, Terry. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. How's it going? Cryptoverse. Are you grabbing your socks? Are you grabbing a barrel? Are you vomiting your lunch from last night? Why has the bleeding continued day after day? More blood. It seems like we're getting lower highs and lower lows. And that's starting to smell a little bit, tasting a little bit like bear territory. Not happy. Not happy. Bear territory. Eh? Yeah. Is the bull run over? Whatever happened to the super cycle? What is going on? Let's talk about it here on the Crypto Podcast for Beginners. Yes. Yeah, we got the coin market chart up here. Let's look what's going on. Bitcoin, 37.4K. ETH, 2.5, just below 2.5. Cardano was doing good yesterday. Yeah, it bounced back quite a lot. I mean, I, I dipped down to like 324,000 in my portfolio at the bottom of that crappy Wednesday. And then yeah. it came back to over 400. Yeah. I was hovering around 395 when I woke up. And then whatever reason, it just dropped 40,000 out of nowhere. Just like whoosh. I'm like, did something happen? I did a screen refresh. Did I look at the numbers wrong? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's 355 right now. For full transparency for our viewers. Wow. Well, uh, X, XRP dollar four. I mean, that's, yeah, that dropped 50 cents. I know. And that's the majority of my portfolio. XRP. <laughs> Standard, zero doubt. I want to bring to your attention, Greg, why this is happening. Okay. I think there was a lot of momentum and belief in the market continuing to go long, that once we kind of were up there, April saw some big spikes and people were like, yeah, let's go long, it can only go up from here. Euphoria is setting in. So they put in all their long orders and then yeah. liquidations, liquidations, Greg. A slight shift in the momentum and liquidators get wrecked. They were wiped out because they were using leverage. That's the big problem in this, using leverage. 5x, 10x, 50x, 100x leverage. Okay. So for a beginner, like what, what, what does that mean? Um, you can use the exchange's money. You can borrow money from them to make your trades bigger. So okay. let's say you have $10,000 and you want to you play with 100000 so you get whatever 10x leverage, 10 times your 10,000. Now yeah. you have 100,000 to play with, but you've only got 10,000 of your own money staked, right? So every loss, okay. if that goes down 10%, yeah. so your 10,000 investment goes down to 9,000, you've actually lost like 90,000 of the borrowed money because it's uh, multiplied. Plus, Every, everything plus is multiplied. Plus fee for borrowing? Yeah, small, small yeah, interest fee. But okay. the exchange always is going to get their money first. You're, they're not going to be left in the lurch. Uh -huh. So so let, let's say, for example, okay, so you got 10x leverage and you got 10,000. If it swings in 10% in either direction, it's either 100% gain or 100% loss because mm. it's multiplied by 10. So they're very cautious. If it even goes down 5%, they're going to give you a notice saying, well, you better you know, add more, add more collateral. Yeah. Or are we going to start liquidating? Because if it goes below a certain threshold, they're just going to sell everything and take their money. Yeah. And, and hopefully you have some left over after that. But what happens is anybody who has a... So when they put that selling pressure on, right? So now they're selling 10 times what the person had initially invested. Mm. That's going to 
trigger somebody else's stop loss order because the, it will quickly go down. It'll quickly drop down for a bit. Yeah. Hey, there's a big sell order in and then it triggers the next guy. Yeah. You know, his, his stop loss order is in because he's heavily leveraged and then it triggers, you know, on down the tiers, right? Everybody's getting triggered, triggered, triggered. That's why you see these rapid declines in the price. Mm -hmm. But luckily, luckily, for good or for bad, uh, Coinbase, Kraken, Gemini, they all had problems connecting. So yeah. when people saw the price going down, there's panic mode sets in, right? So they're like, oh, I want to sell my coins. So the exchanges temper that by citing, oh, we got some server issues. But they do that like a stop, you know, like a, a stop gap order or whatever. Like the stock market has these fail safes too, right? If it goes down a certain percent, they yeah. cut off all trades. So okay. for, for good or for worse. <laughs> I, I don't play with leverage. I cannot. It's, it's crazy. I don't know who would do it. It's just too risky. Yeah. Yeah, I don't play around with that. I just started doing the limit orders and I was joking around that, Okay, I'll put Bitcoin at 38K and then, yeah, that last episode we did at 10 at night or something, it, it yeah, it filled. And then my, filled, my right? friend put his Bitcoin in at 35 and he's got, got filled too. Yeah, yeah he got filled all the way down to like 30,000, right? Because it, it went down to like 29.6 or something, 29.8. 29.8, eh? wow. Yeah, just for a split second, right? But here's the thing. Luckily, like I have, I have no problem with purchase orders. You put as many purchase orders as you want. In yeah. there because that's great that's just going to guarantee you get you know you, you get you get the coins you want at a low price yeah hey chris Hello, allen man. chris <laughs> hey hope putting my funds get in while the market is still down today time to lower my average costs okay i, I want that attitude i want to chat about funding uh okay. in a second that's something i've learned from this this dip here put your money in a stable coin have it ready to go at any given moment boom done <laughs> I had some uh, USDC in in these um, what do you call it? the crypto crypto earn on crypto.com, and uh, yeah, at a three month term, right? So yeah, well that's, then you don't have access to it. If you yeah. put it in flexible, then you could pull it out at any time. So you're still earning a tiny bit of interest on it, but at least if the market shifts quickly, you can respond quickly. You can pivot. You can pull it out of the crypto crypto earn flexible, and then yeah. right away deploy it to buy some other assets. Yeah, I didn't anticipate something like this happening. I mean, we had one dip before on the show, but nothing yeah. like this. That was fun when we bought those coins live, eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that was that was crazy. I Buying bought more live. yesterday too. You bought more? Yep. Yeah, I put in about seven, seven, eight thousand, seven thousand dollars in the last three or four days. Wow! In the your favorites. In my favorites and a lot of my shit coins too. Sorry, ship ship coins. Ship. Yeah, every time I mention that coin, it comes off his doesn't ship. come off the ship. Yeah, I fed the doggies. I fed the dogs the Shiba Inu news. <laughs> gave me some gave me some some treats. Some yeah. milk bones. Yeah, I spent a fair bit as well. Uh I feel tapped out and then it just keeps getting lower <laughs> and I'm yeah. I, I if if Bitcoin does drop to let's say thirty five to thirty k range, you got some um, more buy orders in. I I can yeah I can buy a bit more, but I'm I'm just trying to be disciplined. Trying yeah. to be disciplined now. I put a lot in the to Bitcoin and and ETH. I topped up 
during this dip. Yeah, uh, I yeah. added to my TFSA on those as well. So my ETH, ETH funds, EBIT and ETHR. Yeah, the Galaxy one or the Evolve? Evolve, Evolve, yeah. They have the lowest fees, so I'm sticking with them for now. Yeah, yeah, same, ETHR, uh, ETH, ETHX.B. And uh, got got more of the Evolve Bitcoin. Nice. Um, which one is that, EBIT? Yep. EBIT. Yeah, I even bought on Wall Simple. Like at, at a point, yeah, so, so, so something I learned was, okay, so funding may be delayed, right? So the crypto.com funding, uh, you got funded during the show. I think great. I, yeah, <laughs> it was probably meant to be. I, I got funded the next day, I don't know, some, somewhere in the middle of the day. Okay. Um, yeah, so that was, that was good. But by that time, I'd figured out how to increase my Coinbase limit. Okay. So oh, post a video on that. So well, if what you, did you have to do? You have to fill in all the fields, like your um, oh yeah, your it's address, put a KYC, profile, yeah, anti-money laundering. Uh, I added my Canadian credit card and I purchased some with that. Okay. And then at midnight, I think it was Thursday midnight. No, 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 Wednesday midnight. My my limits increase. Um, yeah, up to seven hundred. It went from three fifty. 375 us to 750 us per day or per week uh per week wow, that's yeah. still ridiculously low yeah and yeah but i mean it's in us dollars so I, yeah yeah that was, that was good i had a that's more gunpowder yeah load the barrel yeah but even funding binance to interact that that was the network was down for uh, for a period so you know what you can do greg as a, as another side to this is if you set up an account, because neither crypto.com or Binance have offices in Canada, yeah. you could get an account with NDAX, the National Digital Asset Exchange, NDAX.io. Yeah. And you can fund that easily with e-transfer. Yeah. And I think it's pretty instantaneous, so within an hour or two hours. Okay. And then you can just buy uh, Tether on there, USDT, because I think yeah. that's the only stable coin they support and then just transfer the tether to any exchange because transfer has a higher limit than sell and sell and purchase. Okay. You can move a lot of coins from one wallet address to the next. Okay. Yeah. I got, I got that app on my, my phone. I remember you telling me last year about it mm -hmm. because I think crypto.com didn't have, um, yeah, they didn't have e-transfers at that point. Oh, oh really? No e-transfers at all. Uh, it's relatively new. It's in the last six to eight months. Yeah. Yeah. Before okay. you had to, yeah, because you weren't even able able to take money out unless you had the card. Well, I mean, you could transfer to other platforms, but you couldn't take out cash. They wouldn't do a wire transfer. They didn't do, you know, e-transfer withdrawals. Mm -hmm. And then they were very slow to ship the card. So I, I couldn't even take money. Not that I was going to because I was, but I couldn't take any money out of crypto.com for the first three or four months I was signed up to them. Yeah. But now I've taken out lots. I mean, the system works. It's, it's pretty much flawless. Do you, uh, do you take it out straight to your fiat wallet? Yeah, I do two things. I'll either do an e-transfer straight to my fiat wallet and that's a maximum yeah. of 3000 per day and 25,000 per, per month. Or I can transfer it to my CRO visa card and I can just do a cash withdrawal from the ATM. And in Canada, Bank of Montreal is the only, only a lot of them have limits like five, $400 for CIBC, $800 for Scotiabank or a yeah. thousand.
but, to withdraw. But Bank of Montreal, you can take out two grand. You can take out two grand from their ATMs. From your crypto so, Visa card. Yep. There's one day I took out six thousand and three three withdrawals. Put the card in, took out two thousand. Put it back in, took out another two thousand. Put it back in, another two thousand. That's six thousand dollars cash in my hands. Yeah, create <laughs> a whole lesson on cashing out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I could. yeah, I mean, there's like moving money to wallets on different exchanges to your hardware wallets and funding yeah. in, funding out. Let's, let's add it to the course materials. Yeah, converting. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff. Uh, here, here in Kelowna, there's like a, a BMO and a CIBC, like kitty corner right across the street, right? So like, because I have to fund my business account. So I like take yeah. out money off my crypto account, drop it into the CIBC and ATM machine. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even need an envelope now. You just put in the 2000 and it counts it. <laughs> Actually, one time it, it, I, I put in, I think, 60. I put in 60 $50 bills. I don't know how much that is, $3,000. Uh-huh. And it spit out. 10 bills back and i'm like what are these counterfeit or something it's like no you can only deposit them a maximum of 50 items so. ah, okay is it those one of those um the automated it automatically counts it, anymore? Yeah, counts it you don't have to you don't need an envelope that's pretty cool i love the canadian banking system they're pretty they're pretty progressive yeah it makes me still makes me nervous though you know like you just you just put it in you got to trust this machine to, to count it and uh so always do a video of, of the oh okay yeah that's clever right just to cover your cover your butt in case anything yeah, should happen, I, you got a video. I, I pre-count it. I don't rely on the machine. Yeah, I always pre-count too. Yeah. I want to um, share something on my screen if you don't mind. Let me yeah. do that, please. So this is under uh, Bybit, bybit.com, B-Y-B-T. Right. And it's what I don't like about this, my first impression is it's almost like they're wearing this as a badge of pride. Like they're spouting out these numbers like it's a good thing. But these are people losing real money. Like here... Total yeah. liquidations, $129 million gone from existence from some family. From the last hour? Or... Yeah, look at this. Four hours, 525. In the last 24 hours, there's almost a billion dollars have been liquidated. Yeah. So this is this is everything. Yep, I think they... Yeah. All exchanges, yeah. all coins. Yep, but, but on one of them here, what did I do here? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, here it is. This the, the largest single liquidation order happened on Bybit for ETH, value fifteen point seven two million. It's almost like they're bragging about it. Yeah, we liquidated the most ETH out of any out of any exchange. Look at us, aren't we great liquidators? It's like, you know, you realize families are losing their houses over this. Wow. Like, I wouldn't wear it as a badge of honor, <laughs> but it shows all the different exchanges where. Yeah, look at that. They do the most liquidations. <laughs> oh, you can see liquidations just for SHIB. By coin. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know who's going long on SHIB though. Like now is a good time to short the market if you if you want to play futures and shorting, but I don't know. It's risky. Yeah, I don't do that. But this is some it's... interesting stats and statistics. All right. You you also shared something with me about a fitness celebrity. Yes. And her. Who remembers the Biggest Loser show? 
the biggest loser jillian michaels was one of the trainers on there right though the biggest loser and that they take these uh a little bit obese people and yeah. then they uh you know make them lose a lot of weight and get their lives back into shape and teach them about exercise and nutrition so she, i don't know how many she's got over a million followers on her twitter right and it was just interesting to know that she there it is right there she has five hundred thousand cardano ada staked on the cardano chain so she might be with a stake pool or she might be you know just doing it through crypto earn or something like that All right okay so she's earning her she she purchased a lot of cardano and she's earning interest on it yeah but she, she doesn't she doesn't say anything about ethereum she didn't say anything about bitcoin she mm -hmm. said i've got cardano five hundred thousand ada what, yeah. what is that right that's that's like what a hundred thousand dollars cardano ada a dollar fifty nine yeah all right so let's do the math on that she has five hundred thousand units times a dollar fifty nine this one celebrity has seven hundred and ninety five thousand dollars in one crypto wow and she's she believes in it right she's stake she's staking it for interest that's a lot of interest so she she did this after in response to mark cuban yeah. Oh, did Mark Cuban talk about Cardano on Shark Tank? I think he did. Yes. Okay. And um, but the thing is, he he's like they they don't have smart contracts yet, and you, you can't. I mean, their main lead only went live in March, so here we are, March, April, May. Yeah. Nearing nearing June, so I mean, it's but they've signed that big Ethiopia deal, mm -hmm. and they're gonna have smart contacts in August. So he was saying Mark was kind of being a little critical, saying that you can't really spend it on anything, you can't really use it. There's not really any apps being, you know, that apps are available for it yet, even though there are in development. Yeah. And I know Charles Hoskins has put out an open invitation to Mark Cuban to come to his ranch, yeah, and talk about Cardano. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna convert him. <laughs> yeah, well, that's interesting. Like all these celebrities are getting on. Like first we heard about Gene Simmons. Yeah. He said he was in, in on that Dogecoin. Yeah, yeah, Gene was on Doge and Cardano, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's Cardano just, was was flying high just not too long ago, and it's still yeah. compared to the other altcoins. This is what I say. Like, look, I, I come on the show, right? My portfolio is down, I don't know, well over a quarter million from its high a month ago, April 17th. Yeah. And I'm still as jubilant and happy as ever because if you believe in the future of cryptocurrency like it's going to be taking over a lot of current legacy systems right now i mean a lot of it's taken over a lot of banking already yeah i've done three loans through crypto i've never done a loan through a bank wow. so there you go decentralized finance at its finest right so yeah. um you know pretty soon voting systems can be switched over to the blockchain so that's a good thing as well too um, just the ease of transferring money, like sending money to somebody anywhere in the world in instantaneous speeds. You can't do that with cash. You can't do that with wire transfers. You can't do that with, you can do it with PayPal. Yes. On the front, it looks like you can send it instantaneously, but it's not actually settled with the institutions instantaneously. Yeah. And you have to be on the same platform as everybody else. So if you have a Venmo account, you can only send money to somebody else with a Venmo account. Right. But, um, with crypto, you can send money in any denominations to anybody in the world and it just gets transferred. But um, aside from that, what I was going to say is you win in either direction. When the market goes up, you win because you can sell those coins at a profit. When the market goes down, you win 
because if you have some money on the sidelines, you can buy more of your favorite assets at lower prices. Like nothing is going to go to zero in the crypto market. I firmly believe it. There's no way that blockchain and crypto is going to go to zero. It might stagnate, stagnate for another year or two because sometimes there's bear cycles and bull cycles. But yeah. It's not going away. That's like saying the internet in the 90s is going away. Oh, the internet's a fad. No, never. The internet's going to be around forever. Right? We're always going to want information to go at the speed of light around the world. And I think you want the same with money to go around the world at the speed of light. So, yeah, you win both ways. You bought more on the dip. I bought more on the dip. So we've got more assets. Yeah. And uh, I think I think uh, Kathy Wood's ARC fund, um, they came up with the timely statement. Um, you know, she still believes in Bitcoin, um, still believes it's going to go to 500 500 K. I think this was just a, a day or two. So very rare that she speaks about Bitcoin. She's often talking about Tesla. So I know usually they have the same narrative, right? Elon and Kathy Wood, they're kind of uh, in bed together. But I think Elon went a little rogue. He went a little rogue, and now people are doing a lot of damage control. Yeah. He really put a, a wrench in the gears there, didn't he? Yeah, even uh, Jack Dorsey, you know, he 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 said he came out and uh, you know there there's this white paper. I think it was published by Square, and um, yeah, Kathy Wood cited it. Um, basically, they talked about the energy issue, and there's basically Kathy says there's potential to clean up the energy that powers Bitcoin mining on uh, on solar. Yeah. Oh, got Kevin, my actually my friend, my former coworker. Um, he actually started asking me about crypto recently. What are your thoughts on Dogecoin, the current pricing? Sorry if you answered earlier. And what are your thoughts, Greg? Actually, I haven't looked at Doge lately. 40, 48 cents? 35 cents, just shy of 36 wow. cents. Wow. What do you think? That's, yeah, that's that's a good buy given given that it's um you know where it is right right now, which is just four weeks shy of probably being listed on Coinbase and Elon's favorite coin for sure. He's Elon working with those developers, right? <laughs> he's proven time and time again he can move the markets. And he, he's he said he's never ever selling his doge. Yeah. So you saw the has diamond hands. <laughs> yeah, he saw the diamond, the diamond hand tweet, right? Yeah. I think so, it's a good buy. What is the uh the origin I of did the pick diamond up hand doge. term? Diamond uh, hand. well, diamond there's nothing stronger than diamond, right? It's pretty much one of the strongest materials on earth. All right. And it just means it's your refusal to sell. I will not sell under any conditions. I have diamond hands. But if you're weak and you sell when the price sways a little bit, then you call paper hands. Mm. Oh, you paper hands it. Oh, you paper hands weak. <laughs> All right. Kevin feels like it's really becoming a serious player. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's a uh, love, love and hate relationship. <laughs> it's, you know, partly because of Elon, right? He's, uh, you know, it's just a lot of drama with it, right? The Saturday Night Live, and now he's trying to improve it and take it to the moon. These are my purchases yesterday. Your what do you see at the top there? Coin. These are your your bets. This is what I bought on the dip yesterday. Dogecoin. Uh, it's, it's a little bit. Uh, the lighting is a little bit off there. Okay, sorry. Woo. 
I got to teach you how to cast, then you can actually just beam your entire screen. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay so Anyways, I, I got Doge, I got Contentus, I got Rarible, I got Shib, I got wow. Link, and Dot. 21 million Shib. Yeah, I'm still underwater on it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's long term. Actually, let's, let's talk about some predictions. Raj sent me this really good site, and I think it's, it's uh, after looking this, I want to buy more. Okay, more more shib. Good, I feel, <laughs> well, I feel good well, with that. Not shib, but um, this has predictions for pretty much all the coins. So, and who put out this article? Uh, CoinPriceForecast.com. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not vouching for them or anything, but um, yeah, why don't we pick a coin here? Cardano. Yep. Oh, we have to look at an ad first here. Okay. Uh, okay. It's fun and to look at here. Just, just while we're a little bit talking about these, um, I, I recently found out that CoinMarketCap.com is owned by Binance, and Binance okay. has been a little bit manipulating the numbers on some of these projects circulating supply, lowering it. They lowered uh, XRP circulating supply by about ten billion, which gave it a lower market cap, which allowed the Binance coin to go ahead of XRP in the rankings. Ah. So I'm like, okay, okay, CZ. I okay. see what you're doing there. But apparently livecoinwatch.com yeah. is is impartial. And I think that's just an aggregate of every of every exchange. Okay. And CoinGecko? Um, uh CoinGecko, yeah, but specifically Live Coin Watch apparently is the most trustworthy. Okay. So I've heard livecoinwatch.com. We can pull that up in a, in a bit here. Uh, yeah, I was wondering why BNB is not on CoinDesk, but it's always like number three on CoinMarket. Yeah, right? Now you know. Manipulation. Massaging the numbers. All right, what does it say for Cardano ADA? Cardano ADA, five bucks by the end of 21, 20 bucks by the end of 22. And uh, yeah, let's go to 20, 20 30. 157.66. Um, okay, so let's just let's let's go a shorter time frame to the end of 2025, okay? Because let's work in five. Okay, sure. Five year cycles or increments. So if at 2025 it's at 68.72 times yeah. however many coins I have. Wow, that would be three million dollars for me. Okay, so three point six million. Be a Cardano millionaire by then. Yeah, I think these are actually even conservative. These are conservative. Like, look at Ethereum. Okay, Ethereum. Okay. Ethereum Let's came out Ethereum. in twenty fourteen. Ethereum went live. Yeah, and it went from thirty cents to four thousand dollars in a matter of six years. So, like, it doesn't seem right for them, for Cardano to be, like, a lot less than that. I think Cardano is a lot more revolutionary than Ethereum. Yeah. So you think it could be more than 68 in, in 2025? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Ethereum, I've I, I been looking at a lot of different sites, and 5,000 seems to be, like, a, kind of the common consensus for for the end of this year 5000 2025 
just shy of eighteen thousand. And given what's now twenty five hundred, so but based on these predictions, this it, it's showing that it's not going to flip Bitcoin at all, right? Let's see well, let's see what like it's it's, it's going to get to Bitcoin's today price in 2032. What do you, where do you think Bitcoin's going to be in 2032? For sure, a flipping is happening. The big dog is going to get overturned. Yeah, 214,000. Like they're basically saying nobody's going to ever flip Bitcoin. That's what they're predicting. Mm -hmm. And there's just no way Bitcoin cannot remain the top dog for this long. It has too many problems. It's too slow and clunky. There's not enough governance to make any changes soon. Mm -hmm. It's an environmental hog, you know, it's Chinese controlled. So like the narrative, the narrative is like, like there's, there's not any new good information coming out about Bitcoin. Anything that's going to hit the media right now is going to be bad for Bitcoin. I don't think there's going to be any, any exceptional, super great Bitcoin plus positive stories. Okay. Well, like how much how much more in good information could come out about Bitcoin? I think I saw something about Elon um, proposing some some improvements for Bitcoin. Something about the Lightning Network. I didn't take a look at it. Yeah, much. that's a layer two solution where they open up these payment channels, mm -hmm. and um, so they they settle those instantly, and then they don't write them to the the full block, like the 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 main layer. Yeah. And so they can they can do it that way, but apparently it has a lot of challenges as well too. Okay. But again, it's like these things were created before these problems were ever thought of. So you know nobody really realized how much out of hand the uh, the the consumption could be with proof of work. There might have been some inkling about it. I mean that's why Ethereum got started, right? And that's why um, people branched off. They were like, oh, well, we want to build a better Bitcoin, and it had its challenges. So all these smart minds went off to create other projects. But that's what I really like about Cardano ADA is they like they they looked into the future and yeah. said, in order for us to scale to a billion plus people, what technologies need to be in place? You know, what do our blockchains need to do? So they worked from the you know from a, a bottom up perspective. Yeah. Where it's just like okay, we have to set the foundation. We're going to need all these technologies. We're going to need all these coders. We're going to need this 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 and this. And that's why they were slow to come. But now, once they're live, they've they've already like crossed all their T's and dotted all their I's. Whereas like both Bitcoin and Ethereum have to work backwards, right? Like, yeah. How are you going to change the engine on a freight train while it's still in motion, without it stopping? Yeah. Well, you got a, a great leader behind Cardano, Charles Hoskinson. It's good technology. They've got it's it's work. They have a working application with Ethiopian government. So it seems like all the stars are aligned for Cardano. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was a two two bucks last weekend. So it's it's probably it's a great uh, time to acquire. Start start yeah. adding now. Yeah. Okay. I was lucky. I sold. Uh, I sold a little bit because I've been converting all my CRO rewards into Cardano ADA, and when it shot up to well yeah. over two dollars US, I sold a thousand. Just make some quick money, and then when it dropped down to where it is after Wednesday, I bought some more. So yeah. I, I was in and out of, of Cardano ADA and just making a quick buck. Even though I'm a long-term investor and I plan to like not sell the majority of it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I converted my some of my Cardano to Bitcoin. I couldn't, uh, yeah, figure out the funding, and okay. I was actually a good period because Bitcoin was still low. Cardano was at its highest point. Yeah, yeah, and I ended up 
topping up on my Cardano as well. Uh, uh, Kevin, in answer to SHIB, every yeah. time you, you buy more at a lower price than your first purchase or your initial purchases, it's bringing your average price down, right? And that's a good thing. Like if you buy if you buy a full amount at the top and it cuts in half, well, you've lost half your investment. But if you keep buying it on the way down, it's lower. You know, your average price just inching down, inching down, inching down. So when it does start to rebound, yeah, then you're going to see the fruits of your labor. Like you're planting the seeds by by adding more when the price goes down. You're adding water. You're adding seeds, and then. When the sunlight opens up, the clouds move out of the way and, you know, the rain goes away. Now it's time for blooming. All those extra coins you picked up at a discount are now going to be magnifying your gains. Right. And like I said before, if you bought a lot at a high price and it never goes back to the high price again, but you've been acquiring more on the way down, mm -hmm. it doesn't ever have to be at that high price again for you to be in profit. That's a great thing. I should, I should do like a chart. All right. Prep, prep the chart for the next episode. Yeah, can we do a whiteboard? Is there a whiteboard app I can do and I can spell it out for people? Yeah. Uh, people get the idea, right? Yeah. If you buy a hundred coins at at a dollar, you spent a hundred bucks. And then if you buy a hundred more coins at fifty cents, you spent fifty bucks. So now you have two hundred coins at a dollar at at one hundred and fifty dollars which means your average price per coin is 75 cents. So if the price goes up to 80 cents, well, you're five cents in profit on all 200 coins. You initially bought at a hundred dollars or mm -hmm. sorry, a dollar. You initially bought at a dollar, hundred coins, but you don't have to, it doesn't need to be at that price again for you to be in profit. It just needs to be higher than the average price. So sounds like dollar cost averaging. Yeah. It's just consistent buying in, buying in during buy the dip, regular buy intervals. Dip. That's why people keep saying, buy the dip, buy the dip. Getting right. your average price down per coin is paramount to being a good investor. It's like, get your assets on sale, buy them cheaper than before. Mm. So how much SHIB did you buy on the dip? 21? 21 million. Yeah, I had 28 million and I yeah. bought 21 more. All right, so Kevin is asking, Good to see you're bullish on SHIB. Uh, wondering if I should increase my position. So you, you seem to be quite bullish on, on SHIB. You first started off just, you know, dabbling a little bit and, and you haven't sold it off. No, I haven't sold any SHIB. And it's on quite a dip along with everything else. I actually haven't bought any any more SHIB lately. I am still underwater on it, Greg. Like I'm in the negative on it. Um, but I'm not, I, mean, I think it's going to rebound. I only put $800 of my own money in it. And that's money I can, if it disappears, I won't even miss it. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't recommend people put their life savings in it. Yeah, it's dipped below one ten thousandth of a cent. So I'm going to put here, I got my market price up here, point. Now we got five zeros. Before it was four zeros. Now there's five zeros. One, two, three, four, five, nine, seven, four. Okay. Yeah. So I put in $838 worth total. And at today's price, it's 468. So I'm down 
Wow. Will I buy more? Mm, I could. It seems like just pure speculation. I, I don't even know what this this coin. It's not even in in use. Like I guess it could be adopted just like Doge's. It could be. Um, what was that article you said? You said there was somebody who did a. They put in a. Eight thousand, seven thousand of of their own money in Shib, and it was worth like nine million at one point, seven million. A family in New York, or Shib Shibba millionaires. Oh, here it is, right here. Six days ago, Shiba Inu coin investment turned New York brothers into millionaires. A New York family's eight thousand dollar investment in Shiba Inu coin reportedly net them nine million dollars. Eight thousand bucks and nine million dollars. Yeah, they probably got him before that. That oh, huge sure spike. Yeah, they got in like right around there. Yeah. I mean, my, my friend, uh, I mentioned this other coin last time, Kishu Inu. Yeah. And I was just speaking with my friend, and he, like, you can't buy that on Binance or crypto.com. No. So he's going on a Uniswap. He's paying, going through all the trouble to pay these high gas fees. To get this coin, it's I think it's even lower than SHIB. Right. Um, Instead of minting a quadrillion, they, they minted a quintillion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Is that is that where the you know you gotta you gotta go to those lengths to get them before before they become mainstream on exchanges and yeah 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 it seems yeah. like high risk high rewards. Or if you can get them on the token sale, right? Um, my friend Matt, you, you know Matt, right? From German. German. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He got some. He was he was invited to be part of the Casper token sale, and uh, he couldn't get in. That they were sold out right away. CSPR, yeah. and then by the time they actually made it to any exchanges, it, it was like a hundred x already. From anybody wow. who got in at the token sale was a hundred x when it hits the exchanges. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it might be worth it to find out. I'm, I'm thinking about joining Lark, Lark uh, Davis's Wealth Mastery newsletter because he talks about token sales. Yeah. He announces them when they come out. So, I, I mean, a lot of them probably go to zero or maybe they get rug pulled. But yeah. for a small portion of my portfolio, you know, for 5% of my, of my wealth to try to get 100x gain. Yeah. Might be worth it. Well, it's, uh, it keeps... Yeah, it keeps it exciting and uh, helps you if you want to make some fast fast money. Or, or lose it all. We have to preface, <laughs> or lose it all, not financial advice. It yeah. could go either way, right? Like, who knew the market was going to tank in May? Yeah. It's like, we have no idea. We have no idea. But take advantage of it and buy more. Buy more. Yeah. But ultimately, Greg, where do you think we're going to be in the next five months from now? Six months from now. Five months from now, so it'll be winter. Hopefully, not the the crypto winter, July, but uh, October, October, November. Yeah, like, that's I, when people were saying that the the bull market was gonna maybe start to taper off at that point. Yeah, yeah, I, I see Bitcoin re recovering, uh, inching closer to hundred ETH ETH recovering, Cardano back to. I don't know, maybe three, three, four bucks. XRP. I hope it moves faster than that. Hope so. Like if you pull up the Cardano ADA chart and yeah. you look at the past six months, 
it's still higher than it was. I mean, think if it was before March, before their main net went live. What were they trading at? When did the main net go live? March, sometime March. Okay. I remember when I was eyeing Cardano closely, it was, I think it was around a dollar. And uh, yeah, that that's when I was, I was buying at 30 something cents at the beginning of the year. And then when it was around a dollar, I'm like, ah, oh, maybe. And now, yeah, dollar fifty six, and we're in May, end of May. So, you know, after it reached two bucks, it just doesn't feel as strong as it was. It's taking a while to load up here. But it's going to be a sixty nine dollar coin in five years. In five years, and you don't want to pick it up at two bucks now. <laughs> Depends how uh, how much you trust those predictions. You got to dig a bit further to see how they come up with those. I'm buying at these prices. I'm definitely buying at these prices. All right, pull up the one-year chart. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. Okay. So where where's where's March? Lay your cursor over that March. Dollar nineteen. Dollar. All right. Now remember, I started buying. This is one year, right? So hang your cursor over June, July. June twenty twenty, you mean? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was buying eight cents, nine cents, ten cents. Yeah, great price. And then, like I've already seen like two super surges. Like I saw the super surge around January. I saw the super surge around March. Now we've retraced a little bit. That's actually that's quite a downwick. Look at that. That's almost fifty percent of those gains from from April are almost wiped out. This is a perfect time to buy. Wow. I'm glad I'm still acquiring, but I didn't realize how much it actually has gone down. How did you find out about Cardano? Um, was it just a YouTuber or yeah. you everybody starts with Bitcoin and then they just find their way down? Yeah. I researched like Bitcoin with Chamath, Chamath Palihapitiya, you know, so the one of the original guys in Facebook. Yeah. And he's always talking about Bitcoin being schmuck insurance. And he's like, you know, have at least 3% of your net worth in Bitcoin as insurance against inflation, as assurance to hedge against the currencies devaluing. And so, you know, that's what got me to research more about Bitcoin. And then yeah. I was learning about Bitcoin. Then it's like, oh, well, what about this Ethereum? You know, because Bitcoin has its challenges and Ethereum was... They were just starting to roll out ETH or the staking. So then I was like, oh, I need to get 32 ETH so I can stake my 32 ETH. Yeah. And then, um, you know, once I got to learning about that, they're like, well, there's all these Ethereum killers. Cardano's an Ethereum killer and Dots, Polkadot's an Ethereum killer and Binance's. I'm like, oh, what are these Ethereum killers and why are they killing Ethereum? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, you look at the price, right? Like Ethereum's in the thousands of dollars now. I was buying it in the hundreds of dollars. I think my average price is around 280, 300, wow. something like that. So, you know, if I'm, I'm already doing really well in a lot of these coins, but I, yeah. my average price on Cardano ADA, Greg, is 20 cents. That's my great. My average price on 50,000 shares. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, I got, when you told me about it in September. Yeah. Yeah, look, so September it hadn't September 2020. Look, look where it was still. Put your put your cursor over there. Had you have listened to me in September, my friend. 
Well, I think you got me on on there. Was it? Go go in the other direction. Either. September. We haven't go go low 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 lower 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 right there. August September. There you go. Under ten cents, you could have gotten Cardano. I think I did and get get some. Well, so. you got me on XRP V Chain. Yeah, and I still I'm still waving those flags. Yeah. I haven't diverted. I haven't I haven't changed my investment philosophy. I still think those are the winning horses in those categories. Well, it's definitely on those, you know, I've been reading uh more articles about green cryptocurrencies and yeah, Cardano's on there along with um Polygon Matic. Yeah, I've that's also done. Buy some more about that. Uh, learn learn more about it. That's that's also proof of stake. Yep. Um, and Zilliqa, Zilliqa is one of the first chains to come live for proof of stake. Yeah. Yeah. Can you pull up the Zil Zil chart? Z I L. Z I L. Yeah, I've taken a lot of profits off Zil. Zil's made me a mint. My average price on Zil is two cents, two and a quarter cents. Huh. Okay. Stop yeah. this here. Yeah. And now it's now it's doing really well. Eleven cents. Charts are taking a while to load up. Yeah. But it was, it, it had gone like, yeah, you see it's retraced 50% of those gains again, right? Does this look like a bear market to you, Greg? A little bit now. Yeah. Those charts are scaring me a little bit, but whatever. If we're, head, if we're, heading, into a, if we're heading into a crypto winter, just buy some more, buy some more. Wait for the next four-year cycle. Which, which we should see if it's 2017 was the last one to 2021. Yeah, it's going to be 2025 or 20. It starts two years before. So 20, 2023 could be the next one if it's the same. But now with all this institutional adoption, I can't, I, I was really hoping and believing in a super cycle. Mm -hmm. And I think that's still possible. But this, like we have to recover from the shakeout. We have to see another surge because if it continues to go down, that's going to spell danger for a lot of people. Bitcoin has to has, has to recover, right? Yeah. Like that's that's a that's a big dip right there. Fifty percent of all those gains from the top. Like if you bought at the top, if you were buying Bitcoin at sixty five thousand, yeah, and then. Wow, I feel sorry for those people. But hey, dollar cost average. I was yeah. one of those people buying at the top. I think I bought some of my TFSA from the Bitcoin fund. Yeah, I got some of the Bitcoin ETF. Yeah. I might even be underwater on my on my wealth simple there. I can, I can quickly check that. What are the rest of the markets doing in the traditional stock market? Um, let's see. I've actually been... Loading up on some Airbnb. Oh, right on. right on. Yeah, that I think that's near an all-time low. Yeah, Greg, I'm down 
on my Bitcoin ETFs. I'm down 5% on Ethereum, but I'm down 24%. Yay, caramba. Now's a good time to buy, but I don't, uh, you know, the instant, the instant deposit, I get a thousand dollar instant deposit now, but once you do it, you have to wait another three days, three business days before you can do it again. Even uh, though the money's already cleared out of my account on that first purchase. Yeah. I still have to wait another couple of days. Yeah. I got, I, I got the, uh, the well simple <laughs> subscription as well. Good for you. Um, good for you. You know, I ended up buying Bitcoin and Ethereum under wealth simple which i didn't want to do but for the tax savings it's worth it well the the crypto account for wealth simple i don't think it falls under there it's a separate account oh no don't you, you bought it under the crypto account no don't do that there's no point now oh, it's almost it makes zero sense now when you can buy the etfs and yeah. you get the tax advantages of it like the crypto account you can't withdraw the coins you can't transfer all you can do is buy and sell them it's just a paper representation so you might as well have them on the ETF and then save the taxes on the gains. Yep. Yeah, I got those as well. Okay. okay. Hey, listen, uh, Coinbase, 227 now. It's now below IPO price, right? It opened up at 250. A lot of people bought at 300, 350. It went to what, 380? Yeah. Uh, Arasara, Tamam Jam. Jesse said, good morning, daddy. Good morning, daddy. <laughs> Is that your friend? It's my wife. Oh, your wife. Nuna. Hi, Nuna. <laughs> Arisara. Yes, her. Yes, her. her oh, okay. Arisara. Okay. I get it. And Tamam Jam. Terry Masson, Arisara Masson, Jessica Masson. Jesse said, Good morning, Daddy. Oh. She's watching the live stream. I guess so. <laughs> Thank you for watching our live stream. Yeah, like, subscribe, guys. Thanks for watching. <laughs> what do you think about the markets, Nuna? You bought some polka dot. I did, yep. And yeah. this is this is proof of stake as well. All right. Yep. And they're doing something they're doing something with parachains. Linking. They're like a they're a total in, interoperable blockchain. Yeah. Oh, oh, good news, good news, good news. Um but we're not investors in Hedera Hashgraph, but I am an investor in Chainlink. But apparently, uh, Chainlink now has been voted in or invited to be on the council for Hedera Hashgraph because one of our viewers asked about Hashgraph Hedera yesterday. And so a big announcement is now Chainlink is, is one of their preferred council members and is going to be porting in all the uh, Oracle, all the, all the real-time data to the hash chain. So that's good. If you're a Hashgraph investor, that's good. And if you're a Chainlink investor, that's also good. Okay. Yeah, you got some chain link as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I doubled my stacks when it when it dipped. Huh. Now Not I remember right. I had four, I had a hundred chain link when it was like oh sorry a hundred polka dot when yeah. it was like four four bucks four twenty five I bought it at yeah and then I sold it when it hit like four fifty four seventy five <laughs> I made a tiny bit of profit but look at it now Greg look at it now. Never sell all your coins and never sell too early. Those are the lessons you have to learn in this crypto universe. Don't sell. Don't sell. Because you never know when they're going to shoot up. Mm. But you also can't get greedy. you got to take profits along the way. If I didn't take any profits and I saw it go down like this, I'd be like freaking out. I'd be freaking out. But I'm glad I gave myself a cushion.
Yeah. I uh, yeah, I got I got some coin. We we're talking about the other markets. I got some Palantir. You are uh, getting so many things, man. How many yeah. different assets do you have in your in your portfolio? Well, I'm uh, I'm managing I'm managing the family fund. Oh, Hung, really? Hung ETF. Are you really? So that's that's just purely on the the North American markets. So okay, I'm I'm building up a portfolio that's you know it's got some tech. And your parents gave you money to play with for for you to invest for them. It's money that's just sitting there. So yeah, it's okay. yeah I got to be disciplined and um, yeah, but it's it's fun to build something up from from uh, beginning. You know, get Arc. Apple yeah. and all that, all that stuff, but also also got to balance that out as well with energy and some banking. Did you get Palantir? Palantir isn't that one of the Peter Thiel's? Peter Thiel. Uh, he's right. involved with that. It's involved yeah. with uh, government data. So that's yeah, it's twenty dollars US a share. Yeah, it's up ten percent. Boring, but it's um, yeah. I think it's it got probably won't stuff. crash as much as like the crypto markets. That's the one good thing about the traditional stock markets is, you know, a bad day for them is like a 10%. Yeah. Less, a less volatile. Bad day for crypto is like 50, 60%. Yeah. <laughs> less volatile. Yeah. Yeah. Chain link. We don't have as many live viewers today. Live viewer questions as we did when we did the evening show. We got to do more evening shows, Greg. <laughs> I think it was, it was the timing because um, of that. I think crash. it was the time of day. People are working right now, right? They're they're at their jobs. Yeah, they're riding you can the try bus, another time. School. On yeah. my on my channel, um, most of the viewers come on around ten a.m. Okay, um, but yeah, we can definitely try because they're travel. They're they're travel vloggers and nomads, so they don't have jobs to go to. They're just sipping their coffee, <laughs> checking their computers. They got their feet up in a hammock in Costa Rica or something like my friend, Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. If you're there, how's Costa Rica? <laughs> if you're watching us. What other news? What other news? We got to, uh, seems like we talked about everything about the market dip. Yeah. It's too much of a focus on, on the dip here. Let's, yeah, let's do something. Let's talk about something new. All right. Go to we my good old mentioned site. We got there. 90 subscribers now for our Investing Nomads channel. Thank you to the 90 people who are subscribed. Thank you. 100 spending, coming soon. Yeah, a penny of spending a part of your day with us. Yeah. All right. Happy. So institutional Bitcoin buying spiked around Wednesday's crash. Uh, here's the Elon article here. You saw this one about the... Lightning yeah. Network. That's the only solution they have right now, right? It's the it's the layer two solution for putting up all these corridors or channels, I guess they call them. Um, but apparently that has some challenges as well too. But apparently it's cheaper, cheaper per transaction. You can settle smaller transactions. Yeah. But it still brings it down to like the block size, block size, block size. You know, if you increase the block size, then you kind of squeeze out the little guy because you need more and more storage mm -hmm. to to be able to, 
you know, be a custodian of the chain to be a validator or yeah, a node yeah. on the network. So that then it makes it more, it makes it less less decentralized, more centralized. When you go bigger blocks, it becomes more centralized because only the big institutions are able to afford that type of equipment, that type of storage capacity. Yeah. Right. So that's that's the trade-off, right? It's like okay, yeah, you want faster speed, bigger block size, but it becomes less secure because it's less decentralized. It seems like yeah, Elon is trying to get into the re-engineering re or improving the, the coins which i think from the crypto community they're uh, they're already irritated with it <laughs> he might be overstepping his boundaries but i mean he might know a little bit something about money right i mean he is yeah he's the founder exactly. of, of paypal before, exactly. well, before his paypal i mean he, he understands it yeah i'd love him to do his own coin i hope he does an elon coin like a call it a musk a musky Hey Elon, Bitcoin can green the grid. You know he he. I mean, his what is it? His brother is, runs Solar City, the uh, yeah. solar panel company. I mean, there was talk about Elon allowing your power walls and your solars to. He was gonna. I'm not saying he was gonna do it, but there was speculation that he could. He does have the ability to turn those power walls and solar solar. Um, panels mm -hmm. into a mining rig so it would be sustainable mining so while you got a solar roof while you're charging your tesla you're also mining bitcoins yeah so you're like a whole energy <laughs> provider and a financial system creator you're creating money out of sunlight yeah i mean i mean that was what kathy wood was alluding to i mean there's i mean the the power that powers the Bitcoin mining can always be changed, right? Yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine by a power wall has a built-in, you know, Bitcoin mining rig? <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. So instead of spending money to fuel your Tesla, you know, you're, you're earning money to fuel your Tesla, earning money to verify the transactions. That is super cool. Yeah. We, have a we haven't had many, team. many, many, many questions today. I want to try another time, Greg, later in the day. Okay. All right. Want to cut it short? Sure. What are you going to do this weekend? I'm getting vaccinated. Oh, good for you. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you did you did you get any sim symptoms of anything? No, I'm I'm getting getting it today. So. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just gonna. Do you yeah, know which uh, which manufacturer you're getting? If you're going through the the government and not the the drugstore, it's I think it's Pfizer or uh, what's the other one? Is it not Moderna? Monero? Moderna, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. There wasn't a, an option to choose. Okay. Uh, let's just take a quick look at the drops here. Yeah. I haven't looked at NFTs in a while. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at Dream Bubbles today. Natasha Anat, you can view the drop, Dream Bubble. That's on uh, crypto.com? Yep, crypto.com slash NFT. Okay. It's live now. She does these really cool things with hot air balloons. Okay. I like these, actually. These are quite nice. Oh, some of them are already sold out. Yeah, check hers out. This is pretty cool. Candy Moon in a coffee cup. I like that one. 
Are you sharing your screen? Yep, it's loading. I want to see if it's faster if I do it. You want me to give it a try? I'm already here. You already there? Okay. Yeah, go to her. Yeah, go to her. Yeah, that's some of that's really beautiful. Okay. Scored down a bit more. Um, that space dispersion, a hot air balloon in space, mirage, howl. I like the little tree house in the moon, the moon house. Yeah, the candy that's moon. That's beautiful. Yeah, these are these are reasonable prices, not like some of the ones on nifty gateway that are uh yeah well, i mean they're those are celebrity ones but she's like she's got she's got a lot of talent actually you know like i don't think snoop dogg put too much effort into his yeah i mean they're just banking on their celebrity power that's true that's true yeah which one's your favorite out of these five and just yeah, quick glance. That's I like. I like this mirage here. Yeah, it reminds cool. me of um, lanterns in Chiang Mai. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever taken a hot air balloon ride? I haven't. Yeah. I did in, in Stellenbosch, South Africa. We we almost crash landed. <laughs> nice. I didn't know you went to Cape Town. Yep. Yeah, a couple times actually, teaching my massage courses. A lot of fun. Met some really great people. Beautiful country. Beautiful country. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wine wine country. It's actually become popular with digital nomads um, past, past year or so. And um, yeah. I mean, I'm originally from South Africa, but I, I don't feel... You don't feel South African? When I return back there, I don't feel safe. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, lot of, a lot of people are like expats are moving out of there. It's apparently the, the it's changed. Yeah, that's changed a lot. Okay. All right. Well, well, another fun episode. Let's hope it crypto markets start to go up consistently, steadily, continually. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we'll try to do a evening episode. So, uh, yeah, like, subscribe, guys, and enjoy the weekend. Thank Stay you very safe. much. Yeah, live on the edge. Keep your hands away from falling knives. That's my new tagline, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gonna All go right, to my family. All right. Have a Bye. nice weekend. Cheers. Thank you. Too.